<laughs> the much more fun and interesting part here. Dion. Dion is inviting everybody. Everybody. Allegedly. Before we get it off, before we get it off, I, I, this is, I'm going to throw this in there. Do you think he really we invited are. Brittany Renner? Because she, she said that Dion invited him, her. And I was like, that's Dion is a super calculated person. And unless that's, I just haven't read something, that makes zero sense. That's a lie. <laughs> a lie don't care who tells her. She invited herself. She booked a ticket because she's a predator. You go to where the prey <laughs> is. And she went to see where the hottest new prey is. And we talk about Jackson State every week. So Brittany's every like, well, week. let me go over there and see what they got going over there. I heard they're going to have a lot of people there. Why uh, else would you be in Jackson, Mississippi? Mm -hmm. No shade, but all the shade at the same time. Yeah. You're typically more of a PWI. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> typically more of a PWI predator. Yeah. There yeah. you are, HBCU hunter. Boy. Oh, my God. This... Wordplay was good on that one. Oh, man. <laughs> that sounds like a website. Uh, oh, uh, have a seat right over there. Could you imagine if she walked in? So have a seat right over there. Is that couch black? <laughs> leather? A black leather couch? <laughs> Cut it! Cut it! We are done here, ladies and gentlemen. We nah, have but... to get to the episode because we are spiraling way too early <laughs> way too early but it was and, dope for Dion Dion to have Dolphin he's he's literally using all of his connections to build up Jackson State football so that's pretty dope but yeah we got let's 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 get into episode 29 of the splash cast man and and if you did not get that joke <laughs> let me look right in this camera and tell you <laughs> that wasn't for you <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 29 of the Splash Cast, our ATL edition, part one. I am your co-host, Reggie. I am your co-host, Norwood, and I am ready to get into party today. Let's do it, my friend. Man, we ready to get into it. So let's get into it. So let's get into it. So first, we're going to start out with our Brave segment, man. Talk about pins and needles and nervous. Atlanta just don't like to make things easy, do they? They don't like to make things easy. As of today, we're recording on 10-23-2021. This is Saturday. Game six is tonight. The Braves are up three to two, just like we were last year. We were up three to one. The difference is we play the last two games at home. We're the home team. <sighs> this, is, this is the life that our Nervous, parents, this is the life that our parents chose for us. When they decided to have us and for us to be born in Georgia. This is a struggle that is not my own. I, this is a special shout out to Lester and Val. Y'all did this to me. Um, <laughs> every year I have to struggle through some struggle in my life of my team possibly and then eventually letting me down. Man, listen. I mean, and the thing is with the Braves, you get so Anyway, because they're the only team in uh, Atlanta to have a championship. The only one. Yeah. So, like, we hold on. We hold them in a special place. And everybody loves, like, you, it'd be 
Oh, 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 man. Oh, yeah. Hope them Braves win today. <laughs> All around us. And the things that are South, they're the Southeast team. They're not because yeah. the Braves were here before any other any other franchise yeah. in the Southeast. Exactly. So they're here. So it is a it's, lot of pressure. It's, it's, it's that our team is always so good but doesn't win nearly enough. And it's like you have this high of, all right, all right, we hit it up the mountain. We hit it up the mountain. We hit it up the mountain. <sighs> Dive bomb. Year after year at the most inopportune time. And this is just a perfect story. 21 Bra- years, man. Was it 21 out of 24 years you've had the division championship? Yes. Braves get out to a 3-1 lead. You're headed home. You lose the last one in L.A. No worries. You still got two games to win one game. Yep. And we're at home. And Max Scherzer, who is the Dodgers' ace, is not pitching in game six because his arm is dead. And, uh, you know, in game, was it three? Four. No, it was game two. I'm sorry, game two, he got beat. So that's a plus. We're not facing Max Scherzer. The minus is when they played, we dropped the ball on a bullpen game when they played their bullpen. The whole they they pitched, trotted their bullpen out there the whole game and we didn't beat them. Also, this dude for the Dodgers, uh, what is it, Thompson Thomas, that hit like three home runs last game. That can't happen today, man. Yeah, that can't happen today. Let me look up his name real quick. I want to make sure I get his name. Correct. We're playing against Walker Bueller. I don't know anything about this guy. Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor hit three home runs last game. Three. But you know how I feel about stuff like that. You're gonna end up using your own. You're gonna use all your. You're gonna use all your home runs in one game and then not be able to find another one later. It's a law of averages <laughs> at the end of the game. Well, I mean, Freddie Freeman has woken up. He's hit a home run in the last what three games? I want to say two or three games. So a three out of the last four games and. For as much maligned as the Braves' offense has been, because, I mean, we haven't been blowing them out. We are no, due. Uh, we are due an offensive explosion. Yeah. We are due a game like this. And I would love for it to be to Mac. So yeah. by the time you listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, either we're going to be right and the Braves are going to the World Series or we're going to be wrong and we'll be preparing for game seven. <laughs> and emotional breakdown. Let's not forget yeah, about the, the, the it'll emotional, be an emotional breakdown, breakdown, anxiety, uh, levels will be through the roof. <laughs> just, I really just need you guys. I have faith in you guys. And the next thing we'll get to, I have zero faith in. So I want you to take that <laughs> as a compliment. I do believe in you guys. I just need you guys to take care of your business. You're more than qualified. Please do it for me and my 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 mental and emotional. State. I already told my supervisor at work. I was like, my mood will be 100% dependent on what Gosh. happens with the Braves <laughs> on this weekend. Trash. And you know that if if it ain't good, I ain't gonna be good on Monday. Oh, and you in Houston too, and they'd already done clinched. Man, but that's in our MLB segment. So uh I hope we win. The trash and bangers are going back, and I bet they cheated again. <laughs> oh, also, Charles Barkley. You you're a great, great commentator, Emmy Award winning analyst, all that stuff. Shut up when it's time talking about Atlanta teams. Just shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut the hell <laughs> up, Charles. I guarantee. Shut and up, Charles. If, we don't if, need none of that. If they say Atlanta, excuse yourself from the conversation. We don't Get on need out there. We don't need your juju, bro. We don't need that juju. And you'll be playing. See, that's the part that I have the issue with. You don't really, <laughs> you're not emotionally invested into any of these teams, so you're willing to say anything. Some of us are living and dying by this team's success because <laughs> I have to support the Atlanta Falcons, who are a tragedy. Charles, I'm looking directly into the camera. I'm talking directly to you, just in case, by way of this, somebody passes this on to you. Don't say anything about any Atlanta team. Or if you do, say it about the Falcons. We've given up on them. We'll sacrifice. We, well, the Falcons, that's self-sacrifice. We'll sacrifice the Falcons. Come on, man. Don't talk about don't don't talk about the Braves or the Hawks. But we'll Hawks, get that too. Hawks and Braves, you don't even know them. Never heard of them. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our Braves segment, man. We want 
What is it? T's and P's. T's and P's to the Braves. T's and P's. Thoughts and prayers. What you believe. Send whatever prayers you believe to the Braves. Thoughts and prayers to the team and thoughts and prayers to the fans like us who are stressing and barely alive. Y'all be safe. I mean, yeah. And I'm I'm, going to have another one of these. (laughs) All right, man, let's get into some football. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our Falcons segment of Part 1, Episode 29 of the Splash Cast, our ATL edition. The Falcons are coming out of a bye week where we didn't lose. We didn't lose! (laughs) We didn't lose. So now the Falcons are going to play against the Dolphins, am I correct? And do we play them at in Miami? So we play the Dolphins. Uh... I don't really have no faith that we're going to win this game. I don't think we've beaten the Dolphins in a while, actually. They're so bad, though. They are awful. The Dolphins? Yes. Yeah, are. I mean, yeah, they yes, are. Yes, they are just bad. <laughs> but we are bad and worse. This is another lower-than-mediocre team that we will play, <laughs> us being a less-than-mediocre team. I assume this game is probably on already in uh, London or somewhere else that nobody cares about. <laughs> well, uh... I don't know, man. But look, the Dolphins have some weapons. They have, they have. Well, I don't even know if two is a weapon. They're trying to trade. They have Jalen Waddle. You ever used a broken gun before? (laughs) 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 Two, two, like damn it. (laughs) If you use it, like if you could get it to work, that motherfucker shoot straight every time. But every time you shoot one time, yeah. you trigger break. You be like, come and, on, dog. Unless your life is dependent on it. Here he is, right behind me, and I'm finna. Yeah, now you do. You, you like one of them videos on Instagram. You wake up in heaven. <laughs> Wait, I just knew my gun was. Tua, I mean, so Tua, he has so much potential. It, it was unfortunate that when he, he was a rookie. No, I mean, yeah, but then with. His potential took a big hit because his thing was being able to move around in the pocket. And and also, well, this is another point. His thing was being able to move around in the pocket and look players off and throw the ball. It's easy to do that in college. But then when he got that hip broke and them ankles started giving way, he started looking real mediocre. But what is his – because to be a high-level quarterback, to be one of the best quarterbacks, to be a quarterback that people truly respect – you have to have something your your niche that you are known for. His accuracy. That was always his thing. Was his accuracy? Is he that act? I mean, you need accuracy as a quarterback. He has a strong I, arm. He's accurate. I don't know how strong. I don't feel that he's his arm. Like when I think of a strong arm, I think of Josh Allen. I mean, he throws the ball. I mean, come on, man. He throws the, That's like saying when I think of an all-pro cornerback, I only think of Deion Sanders. Like, Josh Allen throws the ball 80 yards in the air. Yeah. I, I, a lot of these – I'm not giving two of the cannon. I'm not giving him that he's surgical yet. And I'm not – He. I don't think he's mobile anymore. No, he's if definitely I, not mobile. That was my point. Now, he's not mobile. Now I'm like, you don't have to show me. You Show me how you're good. If you can show your work, I'll I'll give you a, a deserving grade, and we can move forward. But if you can't show your work, I don't believe you. <laughs> well, so I, I guess I'm shooting him some bail because I mean the Dolphins are a poorly put together team. You think so? The Dolphins put together. I mean, you talk about Josh Allen. Josh Allen wasn't good until they started. They got Stephon Diggs. Like he wasn't good. He was not. Sam Darnold, I mean, he has a winning record. He's not great, but he's better than he was in the Jets. The I Dolphins, mean, it's just... The Dolphins got a... What's the dude's name? Gusecki, he's good. That tight end? We've he's, named two players on offense. There are 11 players. They boy, we Falcons fans. Poop. We Falcons fans. <laughs> We've only had what? two players. Two. One, but two. This, we, we ain't talking about the Dolphins. We ain't, this ain't a Dolphins pie. But I'm saying, like, the, the Dolphins are... Can be formidable. You got Waddle, you got Gasecki. We got Pitts, we got Cordero Patterson. Well, and so that that's the next point. We're bringing back 
Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley. So we'll finally actually get to see the offense at full speed, at full all players back. And, and honestly, if Kyle Pitts plays like he did before in London against the Jets, Calvin really won't have to be your number two. I mean, won't have to be your number one. He could be go back to being a number two. Oh, yes, yes. Let's do that. We. This is another game that this. I hate to do this because every time I say that this team is so bad that we should beat them, we play down and then play worse. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to keep jobs, this is a game you should win. Everybody, if you want to keep a job, minus Kyle Pitts. Honestly, I don't even know about keeping a job. This is, to me, a 17-game audition for a lot of players. Y'all not going to be here next year. Oh, a lot I of players didn't. ain't going to be here next year. They going to be – you auditioning for another team. <laughs> hey, you better get some good tape. <laughs> get some good That's tape. what this for. That's all you're going to be able to yeah. sell them, man. <laughs> and if you can't get good tape versus Dolphins, hope you got it's a good resume. <laughs> Hopefully our defense steps up. Uh, you know, we're missing – I think we get some of our uh, defensive players back. We are losing Dante Fowler Jr., which, you know, is really just more like an abrasion versus a wound because he don't really – he hasn't really lived up to the billing anyway. But we get a lot of other players back, so we're starting to get our depth back. Uh, so hopefully we can we can eke out a win, and then we'll be at 500, which – That'd be a rough six games to get to 500, but we got there. We really should be four and two, but it is what it is. Actually, you can't even say that about the Falcons because the Falcons did what the Falcons do. So you can't say should. You really say this is the most, this is where we get back to being Falcons fans. Philly ain't played that good since they played. Since 32 to six and then have been hot boo-boo. Which means we, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to come up this miss in my head of how I was exactly right about how we should have run through these teams because we didn't. It's a struggle that we fight with every day. And I'm fine with it because I'm a strong soul and I will not be broken and I will not be deterred. That boy is giving himself a fan pep talk. You Self-affirmation. <laughs> you got to believe in self before I believe. Uh, you think, if it came down to do I believe in myself, or do I believe in the Atlanta Falcons? You always believe in self. Exactly. But, but your self-affirmation here is talking and, about And, yes, and I believe that my self-affirmation can, can overstretch and supersede any Falcons foolishness. And I said that without fumbling. Let's get on to the children. Foolish. I, no, no, no. And then, But there is one more storyline. You want to come back to the Falcons, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one Because it's an interesting storyline. So... Brian, uh, Brian Flores, isn't that his name? Flores? Mm-hmm. He's the coach. You know, him and Matt Ryan were on the same team at Boston College. He was the linebacker, and Matt Ryan was the quarterback. And now he's a head coach, and Matt Ryan's still playing. <laughs> That's interesting to me. So Ooh. if anybody knows Matt Ryan's tendencies and what he's developed, is Brian Flores. That is so, weird. That is extremely weird. You mean, I mean he's he's coach. a very young now he's a young coach. I mean he's yeah, like 30, Matt, 37, and, I want to say. And Matt Ryan is an old quarterback. <laughs> old quarterback. And when those powers combine, we get trash football. <laughs> no, so, but man, look, the, it ain't Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, you know. He's, I I about to say, the, I, it's a joke. He playing his ass off. I might be the only person in the Matt Ryan fan club, but I will live and die on that hill. He he has been playing very, very well. I mean and football has changed and it's it's evolved. So to say that he's on his MVP trajectory of in terms of stats is misleading because now you can throw the ball and as defense you can't really touch the receiver at all. He's but, playing. A, he's playing a lot better than a lot of these guys, though. Amen. And as I said, a lot of people not going to be here next year. No. Go ahead. Why not trade Matt Ryan for a couple picks? I mean, he's at the top of the class right now. I, it's a few teams that would need him. You can't trade him because you have He's to resign. Falcon of all. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Hey, once Julio walked out of that door, the door is open for anybody. <laughs> if I know you're not going to get, if I know next year I'm not going to pay you, I'm not going to trade picks to get him now and try to put him in a system midway through. No, I'm just, I'll wait. Just, for the teams that need him, their season is probably already over minus. Nope, I was going to say the 49ers, but they got Trey Lance, and that's going to be their future. Uh, yeah, there's no yeah. place, there's no place yeah. that he can go. Maybe, right now. Yeah, maybe Denver-ish. 
I don't. I'm gonna say Denver would be a good a good spot. I don't know how good Denver is. They didn't really look good against the Browns. And they've lost four straight. Yeah, I don't think a quarterback solves that problem. No, if if it's me, I'm waiting. I'll kick the can on this one. Yeah, I mean, the only other team you could probably think of, but there's no contender. Every contender has a decent quarterback. So, and Matt, you're not gonna trade front office, you wouldn't trade Matt Ryan to a trash team. If you did that, you would lose the fan base, the little fan base that you do have. Oh, you sure as hell would lose me. <laughs> so I've been trying I've been trying to get lost anyway. <laughs> oh, and what did you say? We we gonna throw this out there. Julio. I think you miss Matt Ryan a little bit. Oh, surely do. <laughs> I'm oh uh, you miss Matt Ryan. I think you might enjoy winning. So I mean yeah. I mean you're doing the same thing you did in Atlanta. Play a game, get hurt, sit out two weeks, play a game, having a miraculous catch, get hurt, you know, sit the, out two weeks. You know, the but they got Derrick Henry. I was about to say, <laughs> it must be nice to have Derrick Henry go over there and run 30 times a game. <laughs> you ain't feeling it today, Julio? No worries. We wasn't going to give you the ball that many times. Anyway, Derrick Henry going to run this thing until somebody quit. I feel like every game <laughs> Derrick Henry plays, somebody will be like, well, this will be my last NFL game. They'd be like, yo, Derrick Henry, they'd be like, yo, Derrick Henry gets stronger. As the guy. I'm like, he don't get stronger. He's just big, and everybody else gets tired gets, of getting it. And gets weaker. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I feel like they strength be going down. Every time you hit him, like, I can never hit as hard as I used to again after I hit Derrick Henry one time. Nope. Be like, you know what? You It's like in the fourth quarter, just be like, you got it, dog. Like, it's, not, <laughs> it's not the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, you've already given up. It's the first quarter, and you're like, I'm tired already, and I got three more quarters to deal with this man. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, a lot of people said Julio was going to flourish with Tannehill. Eh, kind of the same thing. Oh, now Tannehill is, is who we thought he was. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, man. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our Falcon segment. We are now going to transition to a team that we actually have a lot of optimism about. We'll talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Stay tuned. Flashcast is truly a roller coaster. We go up with the Braves, <laughs> down with the Falcons. Here we are, headed back up with, with the Hawks. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we dive into some Hawks news or for part one of episode 29 of the Splashcast. The Hawks season has officially kicked off after it seems like a long layover between our last preseason game and our first regular season game. It was seven days, which I I don't think any other team had that long of a layover, which actually helped us because everybody got help. Most people, most of us got healthy. We kicked off the game, the season against the Mavericks and the Dallas Luka Doncic. And, and, and we won. Like we told y'all we was going to win. We won by 30. What well, 27, I'm sorry. We won by up. 27. We were up by 30. Plus. This is an explanation of everything that's going on. Uh number one, let's let's I'm gonna go Hawks before I go Mavericks. This is what we envisioned the team to look like really from day one. I, I 100%. Mean, you actually talked about this induction meeting all week. 20, if we can get 20 and 15 out of Trey, we are the most dangerous team in the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. Yep. But you also get great defensive play, great energy from John Collins. Clint Capella, even on a minutes restriction, just dominated what little resiliency that the Mavericks had in the paint. And DeAndre Hunter is the master lock. I... This this is it. People always say, how do you believe that DeAndre Hunter can be the best person on the team because of what he did to Luka? And anybody who knows me, I have always been a Luka fan. I will always be a Luka fan. I do have the picture saved of Luka in an Atlanta Braves, I mean, an Atlanta Hawks hat. Uh, It discourages me. I do want to cry a little bit. But with that said. I don't know why you saved that. I, I I have no ill will towards that trade right now. Uh, I'm still on the fence. I mean, that rightfully I, so, because yeah, it, I it do all think depends it, on Cam. It all yes. depends on how Cam turns yes. out. 
Yes. And I, I do think that if you just swap them out one for one, if you put Luca on this team, we're a better team. Yeah. Luca's the MVP candidate. Trey is a fringe all-star, probably an all-star this year. Just two levels. Yeah, I mean, Luca's just, to me, I would say yes because Luca's bigger. I don't know if Luca's a better facilitator right now. Luca's a better rebounder for sure. 100%. But that's not what we need. Okay. He wouldn't have to rebound. Luca's still going to get you the same amount of assists and the same amount of points. You're just getting all the same production, but also getting – even if he didn't get the 10 or 11 rebounds that he gets with the Mavericks, say he only gets you extra seven. That's three more rebounds. That's three more opportunities. Uh, I feel like this is this time. It, you're also looking at, you got to look at style of play. The Mavericks are a slower team. You got to look at, you, I mean, it, it's it's just Trey but, is a faster player. Like but, it's, but are they slower because of Luka or are they slower because the Trey has one of the best supporting casts, if not the best supporting cast in the NBA. Luca, on the other hand, does not. Uh, the guy who should be Luca's right hand man in Kristaps Porzingis refuses to get in the paint. He only shoots threes. <laughs> he, he's just not tough. Then you he have made to leave. Glass. Yes, and he's always injured. Then you have to look at Jalen Brunson, plays his ass off, does everything that you can ask of him but he's just not that – he's not the tier of player that Trey – he's not the the bogey, the Clint Capella level of player. And yeah. it's very clear that John Collins dominates Chris Stapps every time that they're on the floor together. There's no longer a question of who's better, and John Collins is available much more regularly. So, yes, it is Luca, and I will say Luca looks fat. He's out of shape. But I think he's upset because there's nobody around. He's like, I can't do this by myself. Yeah, so when it came to this game, uh, yes, Luca definitely looks out of shape. And that is something like – that's something that they'll have to address. But, you know, uh, with off-court off rumors of how Luca's a diva and all this other stuff, I don't know how that will play out. That, I'm not going to get into that. But – Oh, that's going like to be bad said, before it gets better. Mavericks are – Mavericks and the Pelicans – are in a crash course for disaster. <laughs> but going back to the game, though, I liked – I wanted to bring back likes and dislikes from the game, right? So, we last, you know, last season we, we started saying what we like and what we dislike and what we want to see going forward. I mean, I think when we talk about our likes and dislikes, you'll kind of know what we want to see going forward. So I don't really need to add that in there. But when it comes to the likes and dislikes, we talked about Trey having 19 and 14. We are, we've been saying for two years – We've been on air for well, on air. Well, yeah, on air. We've been on air for a year almost, and or seven months. No, we started in March, so that's eight months. Yeah, we've been on air for about eight months, and we've been saying the whole time, even before we had the plat, spot, uh, the splash cast, was that it, we don't need Trey to average twenty five and ten. We don't need you to score thirty points. We would like you to when you need when when it's needed and everybody's off. That's fine, but night in night out. 20 and 15, 19 and 14 is what we need. You said something earlier that John Collins will never average 20 and 10 because we're too deep, which is true. But John Collins giving me 18 and 8, 18 and 7, 17 and 7, three blocks, two steals. I, I mean, three blocks is a lot. A block and a steal, he's balling. High efficiency. 18 points on 7-11. I'll take that any day. John Collins was in this game what I liked how Nate did and what we've been calling for for the last since he did was yo John Collins is consistent right he's consistent so whenever we get in an offensive low or we can't figure it out if you go to John on the block he's gonna get a good shot he might not make it every time but he's gonna get a good shot he's cooking poor zingers. he is and then John to, yep he's ahead. gonna give you the highest percentage shot on a regular basis every time every time he and now with John, he's stepping into threes. He's doing all of that. No. And then Capella with the 12 and 13 it is on the, a minutes it, restriction. It is that 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 uh, turnaround or spot-up jumper. He shot it one time, and I give Tim Hardaway Jr. credit. Lockdown defense. Hand yep. in his face. Colin shot that little 15, 17 foot on him and said, hey, man, great defense, but you're going to have to try it on down the court because I made that one. And then Chris Stapps, you six five. Like. Chris Stapps did the same thing. He stepped out there, and John said, "No, nah, I'm gonna shoot this." 
And that is where John Collins is different than everybody else is he finishes around the rim at extremely high level. You can ask Jared Allen or Joel Embiid because uh, bodies <laughs> have been caught. He's, you, you give him any space, you shoot that jumper. And if he's open, he will knock down that three. It's not that many guys in the NBA that can do all of that. Nope. 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 And then, and then of course, this gets into my likes. So I like Trey's 20 and 15. Um, and I liked DeAndre Hunter's defense. The, he, his defense, when DeAndre Hunter guarded any Mavericks player, they were one for 13. He had Luka so frustrated. Luka was blushing on the court. He was, he was flustered. He was flustered. So I like, I like Trey. I have more likes, but I don't, I know you have some too. So I like Trey's 20 and 15. I like his decision-making. He only had five turnovers, 15 assists, five turnovers, three to one. Get all that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter, shh, y'all in trouble. What are your likes, man? My likes, ball movement. Mm. They share the ball. The ball yep. isn't sticking. It's not, especially watching that that Celtics and Knicks game where it became like one-on-one ball, pass the ball the to Julius. second half. Or pass the ball to Jalen and let them try to win. No, we're just moving the ball until we're going to get a shot. It's open and a good shot. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, DeAndre Hunter's defense is impeccable, but we also play great team Sorry, defense. Guys. No words. Yes, mm-hmm. we play great team defense. Trey was getting in there. He is not always going to be in the right position, but you can go after the ball. Mm-hmm. At one point, Luca had the ball in his hand, and he was just trying to size him up. Trey slid right in there and took the ball from him. John Collins, I saw just manhandle Chris Stapps and just say, no, give me this. <laughs> Chris Stapps was like, yep. well, here, I don't deserve it. Um, you're a much tougher player than me. You can have the ball and go down the, you know, go down the court and score. So, number one, the way that we move the ball. Number two, team defense. That those are my two biggest things, and if we fo- we focus on that and limit our turnovers, we are going to be a tough team to stop. Dangerous team, man. So, with everything with likes, there's also dislikes. It's, it was kind of difficult to find a dislike in this game, and I feel like I'm going to be nitpicking. But we just signed Kevin Word to four years, sixty five million, right? Kevin, I'm gonna need more from you than six five and five, six five and three. He looked. He just looked. He looked off, which Kevin Werder is play, prone to do. And while I will say I'm being critical of him, I, I do know that Kevin Werder is a one player that if you have a bad game, he ain't gonna have two in a row. He ain't gonna have two bad games in a row. So I look for him to improve a lot. And I think because Cam Reddish is back, I think he's trying to find his niche because he was the one they turned to off the bench, and now Cam is back, and Cam. Is explosive. I think Cam had 20 points, three rounds, two, two steals. Cam is explosive and he's looking for his shot. He's kind of our version of the microwave. That's a callback to the bad boys of the Pistons, if y'all don't know. He's our versions of the microwave, like just come in and play defense and score. And I think, I think Kevin Werder has the ability to now be a 15 and eight person, a 15, five and five, 15, eight and eight type player, because Cam's going to get 20. If he's going to do it. So I, I want Kevin Werder to find his niche and be more consistent. What about you? I want to shoot a little bit of bail to, uh, to Kayvon. Uh, Cam <laughs> was hunting his shot. Mm-hmm. And I think I watch how the team watches Cam Reddish because Cam is in a weird spot. I think specifically with DeAndre Hunter playing that level of defense, he is getting close. He's locking himself into I'm about to get paid. Mm-hmm. And I think since they're all around the same age, they kind of came in together. They want to stick together. So they're rooting for Cam Reddish. So I think they were kind of deferring, like, let Cam cook, let him find his way. And everybody else, DeAndre Hunter is a nat- like is a NCAA national champion. He came in as more of an adult. You have all the rest of the guys who played in that playoff. Body was, and he also came in at like 21. So his body was more developed. Too. Exactly. Then you have all the guys who really played in the playoff stretch. They're, I think, a little bit more confident. Like, hey, we we're we're in a we're in a space where we are all right. Then you have mm-hmm. Cam Reddish, whose confidence is kind of like it's wavering. 
you know, he had the situation with uh, with Lloyd last year, him and Nader trying to figure each other out. And he looks like he may be the odd man out. So I think that he's a little bit more aggressive. And Kevin, like, I just got paid. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. If we can help you get to where you're comfortable, I think Kevin knows that Cam is a better scorer and slasher than me. If I can, if we can partner ourselves together on this bench, there's not many benches that they can hold Kevin Herter and Cam Reddish. And I think he knows that at this point, let me feed this guy's ego. They've already invested in me. It's now an opportunity for me to invest in my, my, I guess, co-partner on this bench run and let's get out of here and, and, and kick ass. And that's the reason our bench was kicking. Amazing. Yeah. They were destroying the Mavericks bench. Matter of yep. fact, our bench. I mean, the Mavericks don't have really a bench, though, but our, it, I think we'll destroy any bench in the league. Yes, but our bench was playing better than our starters when they got out there. Nobody wanted to say that, but I think at one point the starters had like 15 points and the bench had like 20. Oh, points. yeah, 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 yeah. And I they settled like, everything down and the starters came yes. back in and was like, all right, all right, let's, yeah. let's get it going. You're right, you're right, you're right. But, um, Nate, but Nate has also said we don't, we're not going to stop our energy. Because when people get tired, we're going to sub these next guys on. The, and and yeah, the energy is moving. <laughs> Y'all can get tired if you want to. We got a whole second line. We playing this got thing like hockey. Players, and we got rookies that Jalen Johnson was out there looking good, too. You know, we, I mean, he shot. He hit his first three, and then he front-rimmed the other two. But he was out there hustling. He That's confident. one thing Nate got him doing. Nate got them hustling. Sharif Cooper, you had a rough start. We know, but hey, it's your first regular season NBA game. So, and you're playing against real players. Like, so, and I'm not saying D League ain't real players and, and Summer League, but they're not. They're not players that are in the league that are paid. You're yeah. playing for players that's trying to get on. These dudes are in. This is how they feed their family. So, it's a, and, the intensity level is different. And you're fortunate enough to be able to get in your very first game and actually get on the floor for, you know, a solid amount of time to get comfortable. I don't care what you say. If you played JV your whole life, that first varsity game, you just need to be out there on the floor to see how people move, to see the speed. This is the mm -hmm. same thing. And I think that for the long run, I think this will be good for us. And hopefully we can replace Solomon Hill minutes with Jalen Johnson minutes in the future. So I want to jump back and address something before we move forward, because we have a couple of things. I, I need to address uh, Charles Barkley and all of the disrespectful people. Uh, but um, you said that Cam may be the odd man out. And I said this last year, and I said it this year, Travis Schlink has set up the Hawks to be able to sign that young core because Gallo, who after this year's contract that last year is only like $4 million, Gallo's hurt. He's older. He's hurt. He's he's comes in and plays, gives you old man effort, gives you YMCA effort. He's going to hit the three. He's going to play some defense, and if you get past him, he's going to foul you hard. Yeah. So that that's that's what you get. And Gallo already started the season along with Lou. And I, I think those two, because they're older, you got to manage. But all those contracts come off the books. DeLon Wright, who we just signed. Gorgie Jang, who we just signed. Cabarro, who we just signed. Gallo then comes. Uh, his contract is different after this year. It goes down to $5 million. Lou Williams after this year. So we can replace. We are in a, a position to not miss a beat when we lose those guys. So yes. I think we can sign Cam. I think we could keep Cam. I hope if Cam, so. Now, if, if, as long as Cam don't think he, you know, deserves all-star money. Don't be foolish now. Yeah. <laughs> don't be foolish now. Know your role. But, don't yeah, make, I just want to – Don't make a poor life decision, son. Let me tell you what you shouldn't do with your life. Don't throw it away. And, and, and speaking of Travis Schlink, man, the Hawks spent $408 million in contracts this year. We locked up. Our center, who's under 30, he's 27. He's the oldest one, one of the older players. Our center, we locked up Trey. We locked up John. We locked up Werder. DeAndre is definitely the next one, but we locked up. We, and we signed, we filled out our roster. So we are positioned very, very, we doled out a lot of money, but Travis Schlink is willing and dealing, moving and grooving. And it's, it's, it's looking pretty, pretty bright for our future. And yes, our present. Now that you said that, you've number one, let's address $408 million spent by a team in Atlanta. I don't know that this has ever happened. I'm ever. not used to my team spending money and investing in players so that we can be successful for long periods of time. This is foreign to us. They start, 
the whole starting lineup and I think the six man got uh, banners and advertisements and billboards. And I'm looking at Tony Wrestler like, oh, you must know what we know. Yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> a team. These guys are actually pretty good. And that is scary. And Charles Barkley, come on down, round mound to rebound. You and, and I, I'm a fan of Charles. One of my favorite people. But let me tell you this. You said that the Chicago Bulls are better than the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not going to question whether or not you know basketball because you're a Hall of Famer. And, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer commentator, too. So, so I'm not going to take that away from you. But if you look at that roster and the Chicago Bulls with one old big on the whole team and then everybody else about the same height, and then you look at the Atlanta Hawks, with Clint Capella, John Collins, Oyeka Okongwu, Gorgie Jang, Danilo Gallinari, and is if we really need another four, we're gonna play Jalen Johnson. Man, please, please, please pause and reconsider. I need you to think about things before you say them. And let's not even get onto the bench. If you look at Chicago's bench, you look at the Hawks' bench, and and you think they're even comparable, there's a mind that you have lost. So that was that was very eloquently put. That was a wonderful way to address Charles Barkley. And I'm glad you did that professionally. Oh. Charles Barkley, you got to shut the hell up. You are completely wrong when you talk about the Hawks and how you saying the Hawks season last year was a fluke. You saying it's a fluke. You said all oh, the 76ers choked that away. No, they. I mean, they, they choked one game away. They got their ass beat, first off. And that's for all the 76ers fans calling the Hawks cute and all of this other stuff, too. We see y'all. We hear y'all. We take a note. Also, um, to you're not respecting the growth and development that we've that we have that we see as fans in Atlanta of the Hawks over this year, right? We've got our our roster has gotten better. You have not acknowledged at all, and I'm talking to not just Charles. I'm talking to all the people that picked the Hawks to be sixth or seventh in the East. You have not acknowledged at all that we've gotten better. We've signed our core. We've gotten players back remember we didn't have cam reddish till game six of the eastern conference finals we got cam reddish back we didn't have deandre hunter at all after the knicks after the knicks series we have gotten better just by getting healthy and we added two rookies that are going to be contributors and we got a backup center and we still getting healthy so don't sit up there and say that we're a fluke don't sit up there and, and acknowledge that all these other teams because they signed these old ass veterans to to $40 million contracts, and now they said that they're going to be uh, – yeah, I'm shooting at the heat that they said that they're going to be contenders for the title. No, the only team – there's only two teams in the East that I'm worried about. Two. That's Giannis, the Milwaukee Giannis's, and the Kyrie-less Nets if they get Kyrie back. That's the only two teams I'm worried about. The Chicago Bulls, yeah, they're going to make a feel-good story because they ain't been good. They weren't good before Jordan. They ain't been good since D-Rose. So – that's a feel-good story for Lonzo. The Ball Brothers, that's fine. Caruso out there dunking. You know, white man can't jump, but he proving that wrong. He's doing everything right. Vucevic can shoot whatever. They got nobody on the bench. Kobe White, I don't believe in him at all. Patrick Williams him. is hurt. Patrick Williams is hurt. So that's and, hurt. Who? And on the DeMar side. DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan is good, but DeMar DeRozan is Carmelo Anthony 2.0. He's the Carmelo Anthony with out of three. He's going to do really good on the block, and he ain't going to play no defense. When y'all play us, you're going to see we're going to dominate y'all inside. It's easy. And I'm not one to brag. I'm not yeah. one to talk a lot of trash. Right. But what y'all not going to do is keep disrespecting the Hawks, talking about we fluke, talking about we not good. When we sitting up there and we can lay – I've laid it out for you in 45 seconds. It's not that difficult. Yeah, I, I did want, I get that up off my nah, chest. Nah, I had to get it off my chest. That's the reason we the realest podcast in the world. We tell it how it is. I do want to circle back to fluke. Fluke is disrespectful. <laughs> Very. Very. Fluke is if we just beat the Knicks. Because everybody remember, and I ain't gonna pull up that right now, but everybody picked the Knicks to win. We beat them. 17 out of 20 analysts. Luke, 17 out of I'm 20 cool with NBA that. basketball professional analysts experts picked them to beat us in five, six, or seven games. We beat the Sixers. Was not a fluke. We literally broke Ben Simmons. He shattered into a million pieces. And Daryl Morey and Joel Embiid are literally taking a hand broom trying to sweep this up into something that they can make it. He's still not mentally ready. Exactly. 
And then the Bucks. Let's not act like the Bucks just walked through the Atlanta Hawks. If not he for that rain foot away from man, if not for the referee playing on Milwaukee, this is then Charles. But that's fine because you picked the Bulls, and, I, and I'm going to find that video, and I'm going to make sure that we play that video a million times because I do like the Bulls. I'm a Lonzo Ball fan, but I don't think you notice. But Trey's pretty young, so every year he's going to get better. John Collins, pretty young. He's going to get better. Clint Capella, rebound champ last year, still getting better. And then, don't forget, our fourth minutes and fifth minutes, Solomon Hill, Tony Snell. Played the whole season. Now we replace those guys with Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter. I would assume... I'm not the brightest man in the world, but I am relatively smart. I would assume those guys <laughs> are head and shoulders above Tony Snell and Solomon Hill. And shout out to Tony Snell. Continue to give him hell wherever you may or may not be. And Solo fan still on favorite, the team. Podcast favorite, man. You're yeah, podcast Solo, favorite. we love you. You're still the, the bodyguard of the team, but you're just not DeAndre Hunter nor Cam Reddish, and I don't think he has an issue with that. Hell, he ain't even Jalen Johnson. We, we got more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> hey Chuck, so, we on your ass. Know it. <laughs> yeah, man. So and, and this all came from when Trey Young said, yo, we after he said it after the game. When he was talking to the ESPN crew, I mean ESPN, the TNT crew, which sparked Charles Barkley to rebut uh what Trey said. He said, Yo, we feel disrespected. And Shaq was like, I mean, and he said, Yo, we're better than them. And Shaq uh, Charles said, yo, you're they're not better than the Heat or the 76ers. And Shaq was like, yo, they beat both, they beat them. What do you mean they're not better? Like, so uh-uh. uh-uh. Now that's one thing I do like about Trey. He's gonna take that personally. And and him and John Collins. Him and John Collins, Trey is gonna voice his voice his disdain. John just gonna take a note and dump. John said, uh-huh, I got a I got a list. I got a list right here. <laughs> Joel, I, I told you, you own the list. Yeah. <laughs> but um on, keeping with the disrespect train, we are going to actually end this segment on a good note. Uh, after being snubbed and disrespected for not making the top 50 players of all time, Dominique Wilkins has now made the top 75 players of all time in this NBA 75th season. So shout out to Dominique, one of the best offensive players of all time. Yeah. Um, the human highlight just, reel himself. Human highlight reel, like like our man, uh, one of our our friends, Justin Tinsley said, he just played with the Bad Boy Pistons, the Celtics, and the Bulls. There's, I mean, that's just unfortunate. I don't know if there's a worse gauntlet ever. I mean, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So, and always held his own, no matter where who he was playing. Y'all gonna respect that man. He gonna score. Congrats to them. Congratulations, you guys getting it right, though. You, should, you shouldn't have fumbled on the first time. The players mess up, but thank you for getting it right this time. And I think I want to say when he finally uh, started getting recognition later in his career, I think he tore his Achilles or broke his yeah. ankle. He tore his Achilles, which yeah. is a death sentence in the 90s. Yeah. It's, it's all it's, it's, it's life support now yeah, in unless basketball. You, <laughs> unless you're a superhero like that dude was. <laughs> so, hey, man, shout out to Neek. Salute. Top 75 of all time, well-deserved. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our Hawks segment. We've actually come to the end of part one of episode 29 of the Splash Cast, uh, our Atlanta edition. We talked about the Falcons, the Hawks, the Braves. T's and P's to the Braves. Falcons, just don't embarrass me. Hawks, y'all look good. Y'all look good. Y'all look good. What we say, that's that. what we say, that we got three bad kids. We got three kids. Yeah, the Braves, you the oldest. You just trying yeah. to make us proud. Yeah, Falcons, you a terrible middle child, and the Hawks, you the youngest. We see y'all. We see y'all. We gonna put all of our resources into y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, Nord, if you don't have anything else, man, take us out. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the HBCU segment? Part two. Yes. Decided to move that to part two, ladies and gentlemen, so we could keep our ATL segment all ATL all ATL uh, teams. So be on the lookout for part two. It will have splashes of the week when there are splashes of the week, and it'll have the HBCU segment first. 
we don't feel like HBCU should be put last in anything. So we're going to put them first. Mm, Okay. With that said, number one, more black baseball. Number two, Braves, do it for your boy, man. Come on, man. We need the the world For the city, for the city. Do it for your boy. Number three, more black cowgirls, more black cowboys. Once again, always, even though HBCU got moved, still always support your neighborhood HBCU and support yours. And if you don't have one to support, hey, send your money to Hampton University. If you need the address, I got it for you. Outside of that, you could have been anywhere else in the world. You came and kicked it with me and Reggie. We are eternally grateful. And of course, hang out. Hang out. Adios, mi amigos. Peace. Come from the bottom, we ain't had shit. We were just broke, yeah, broke as a bitch. Say, look how we move, we move legit. I take him to school, I'm school and shit. And then how it look when you come from the trench. And then how you look when you come from shit. You ain't had nothing, but then how it is. See, then how it look when you do it for real. Just a little trick, I ain't even had shit. Young nigga just jumped off the plane. 1017 on a young nigga chain. I was broke in the bitch and I put it on gang. In the dumb, me and walk hogging up both lanes. Smoking on gas, me and shot propane. I was hurt in the bitch, I ain't had no name. Now I Snakes on the rest. Now young nigga getting rest. What you know about that? Really having peas in the scat. Now I got a mirror jeans to match. Remember grandma had greens in the back. He ain't never been seen with them racks. He ain't never pop beans out the pack. He ain't seen me with that. Try to make me believe he ain't red. Now 1017, I'ma come from the bottom. We ain't had shit. We was just broke. Yeah, broke as a bitch. Say, look how we move. We move legit. I take him to school. I'm school and shit. And then how it look when you come from the trench. And then how you look when you come from shit. You ain't had nothing, but then how it is. See, then how it look when you do it for real. On top of the world. Then how it feel. I went to and they really hurt cause I shit it on them And I'm really bald to come shooting your gym And diamond like water, I'm ready to swim I stand on the scale and it's heavy for real He play with the gang and it's heavy for him We come from the bottom, we ain't had shit We was just broke, yeah, broke as a bitch Say, look how we move, we move legit I take him to school, I'm school and shit And then how it look when you come from the trench And then how you look when you come from shit You ain't had nothing, but then how it is See, then how it look when you do it for real We come from the bottom, we ain't had shit We was just broke, yeah, broke as a bitch Say, look how we move, we move legit I take him to school, I'm school and shit how you look when you come from shit? You ain't had nothing but this how it is. See, this how it look when you do it for real. I can say the Rolls Royce and shit. Now. Hey, see, see, with that, we just, hey, we, I, I'm new to this rap shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm new to this money shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm 17 now, so man, you know, my lifestyle changed, so I gotta, you know, I gotta put it in my raps now. You know.